Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Get ready for Crack the Customer Code, your audio guidebook for creating incredible customer journeys. So, Adam, I think it's safe to say that the remote work era is pretty much here and not going away completely anytime soon. Would you agree with that? I'm not sure I understand. What is remote work, Jenny? What do you mean? Do you like you're in like a, a, a part of the world where there's no civilization? What is remote? I don't really understand. <laughs> I mean, we're not hanging out in corporate headquarters. We're not all required to come into the office. In fact, many of us have been told, hey, work at home as long as you'd like, right? Yes, very much so. And Twitter announced that and Facebook and other um, other organizations are following that because this whole era that we've been living through has actually taught us that, you know what, we can be really productive and we can do really well with a distributed workforce and people working from their homes or where they're most comfortable. But, you know, there are certain considerations around both the employee experience and the customer experience that we just want to walk through today because it's not like you can just flip a switch and say, well, everything's the same except we're all working from home because there are differences. Oh, huge differences. Yeah. I mean, and also we've seen, depending on the job role and the industry, the differences in effectiveness of working from home. Some, That's you know, true. in some industries and in some job roles, it's like, oh, geez, why are we paying for office space? In others, right. it's like, uh, we need you back as soon as it's impossible to get yeah. you back, right? Uh, so it just depends, but we're definitely, we've obviously, I think everyone knows this, we've seen a shift, right? And it's a shift that is uh, gonna have some permanence to it in certain areas. So I think it's good to talk about what this shift means, how it's different, and um, how we can provide better customer and employee experiences as we're doing it. So let's go through our five considerations for the remote work era, Jeannie. Yes. So the first one, let's talk about those employees. The first thing we have to do is understand today's employee experience. And this is something that's coming up a lot in my work lately, because what's happening is people are realizing like, oh, we thought that we really understood how to provide support for our workers, but maybe we didn't in this new way. And so the first thing that anybody can do is really understand the employee experience by mapping the employee experience. You can use the same techniques, the same best practices around customer journey mapping, apply that to the employee experience and really get your arms around what is their experience like today. And I think that in today's era, there are different employee segments as well, because instead of looking at just roles, for instance, and this is similar to what you were just talking about, we need to understand that, you know, parents with young children are having a totally different experience working at home right now than maybe somebody in a multi-generational household. And so we need to look at those segments and kind of understand the life, um, the whole ecosystem and the lifestyle of people in order to support them. But one step you can take, absolutely, map the employee experience. Exactly. And you know, what's really important after you've mapped it 
is figuring out how to communicate through it, Jenny, because... Oh, amen. I mean, here's the thing. We don't have the ability to walk over to the next cubicle or walk over to the next cash register in some cases, you know, the next yeah. office and say, hey, Jim, hey, Lisa, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, that distance creates a communication challenge. And, right. you know, part of it is, and I, I've experienced this, this is like the bane of my existence, my inbox and digital remote, you know, um, digital, oh. digital notifications. When everything becomes digital, then the digital channels get more crowded. So mm-hmm. now communication takes on a whole nother layer because not only uh, is everybody just, it's just wall to wall noise, right? On everybody's computer and devices, the other issue is how do you cut through with the important stuff? How do you make sure the messages that need to be seen are seen at the right time by the right people? How do you make sure you're communicating empathetically and in a way that is both scalable, but also personal. And, you know, when your entire or a nice portion of your workforce shifts from one Mm -hmm. place to another, all these things are going to have to shift with it. And it, is, uh, yeah, it sounds easy conceptually. It is, can be very challenging in execution. So really making sure you have solid, a solid communication plan and a solid approach to communication is incredibly important. It's so important. That's a great, great point. And the other thing that, you know, comes up with if we're all communicating digitally, you know, just like you talked about, you can't just walk over and say, hey, so-and-so, <laughs> I've got a secret to tell you that I don't want out, you know, like because guess what? <laughs> it will get out. So what happens on the inside of your organization will be reflected on the outside of your organization. And this is true, in my opinion, no matter what, but it becomes even more heightened in this age of all digital communication because you can't assume that that email won't get out or that Slack message or even the text message. Somebody's not going to, you know, capture that and accidentally get it out. Or maybe, you know, two years down the road, they say, I, I'm disgruntled about this and I'm going to send this to the press or something. But even beyond that, I think what happens is as we really need to serve one another in the employee experience, when we need to make sure that we're there for different groups, different teams, different individuals in our organization, if we're not serving them in the way that is fair and you know lives up to our mission and all of those things, then guess what? They're not going to know how to serve customers. That's going to come out as well. So make sure as we you know go through this this phase of really reaching out to each other in these digital ways that we still reflect who we are on the inside of the organization just as much as we want the outside to reflect that as well. So your advice for point three is basically I'm a mob attorney and don't put anything in writing. So there's a, just remember there's, <laughs> there's a, a paper, remember there's a paper trail. No, it's there is a little of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, it's an interesting, um, it's an interesting dynamic because, you know, there's that old advice. So don't put anything in email uh, that you mm-hmm. don't want on the front page of the Times. And, of course, that's a ridiculous standard. Nobody can do that. You have to function. Um, but it, it is a, it's a great point. You need to remember that, you know, we're communicating differently and um, we're basically leaving a digital trail of everything. And that uh, can, one, affect uh, what you want to say. But, two, uh, you may have to realize that the people communicating with you are holding back. Right. So. Right. That's a great point, too. Yeah. So here's another one, Janie. I don't know if it's important or not to help customers right now. You tell you tell me what you think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, so yeah, you know, we talked about employees, but you know, 
this consideration, these considerations for the remote work era, let's talk about our customers for a second, because mm-hmm. yeah, we have to not only, you talked about mapping, we've got to not only remap our journey, so to speak, which we've talked about on some previous episodes, but we've really got to understand what that support looks like, what they need now, what emotional state they're in, and direct the resources um, to reflect that and to give the resources, if they are human resources, the tools they need, training, empowerment, right? Uh, right. Guys, all these things. I mean, there's so much to it, but part of it is just saying, okay, where is the customer now? Where do they want to be and how are they feeling? And what on earth do we need to be doing differently in order to uh, you know, address all these changes in the customer journey? Right. And I think that's a a really key point is to really understand, just like we talked about the employee experience, but if you understand the customer's journey today, then it might be really obvious. Like, you know what? There will be a bunch of people who have never used our app. And now all of a sudden they need to use our app. We need to be ready for them. We need to be proactive for them. We need to make sure that our folks really understand how to respond to that. So I think if we're not thinking about increased support, I think we at least need to think about where are the spikes, where are the different places of support on the journey as well that the customers need. So it's a great point, Adam. And, you know, (laughs) yeah, don't don't get used to that. Um, (laughs) Darn it. (laughs) And, you know, the last thing, the last of these five ideas for you as you move forward in this remote work era is to really consider the support for your employee realities. And what I mean by this is understand that, again, we are dealing with kind of a different way of working. And so that might mean that, you know what, your employees might have questions about uh, HR protocol, about benefits, about all of these different things, because maybe they uh, are in a situation where they are, um, you know, they're dealing with a partner or spouse who has a shifting work environment, because a lot of people are dealing with that. Uh, We have people at home who are homeschooling children or trying to figure out what to do with kids all summer. Not that I can relate to that, but yeah. Uh, (laughs) And, you know, they're in all these different situations where we need to really look out for each other in this new way. And so really understanding your employee realities and what that might mean, and some companies have done this, is saying, okay, we know that, you know what, we're not going to get as many quote unquote work hours from you in the in the traditional way, because you need to dedicate some of that time to your family, or you need to make sure that, you know, you are caring for um, an older relative or something. And so if that is the case, then what, you know, what realities does that mean? Well, can you split the work? Can you segment the work differently? Can you allow people to work on their own time in different ways? So just Really looking for, instead of what, what's always been done, looking for what is the reality today and how can we support our employees in this way so that that's when you get the best work from people. That's when you also get the most loyalty from people because they're going to remember you looking out for them during this time. Yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, it was always where you wanted to support, you know, your teams and you know, if they had issues, try to support them in work. But you know, there was also much more the expectation that uh, you know, your job is to leave it at home, to the, to, you know, unless something really big is going on. You know, you're supposed to leave, leave your personal life in, in, at home. And when you come to work, you're at work. And here's the catch. They're at home still. And you may have right. 
let's say, two equal people, the exact same job role. They both have two kids. The kids are the exact same age. One of them, you know, has a, a sibling that can watch the kids and the other doesn't. Mm-hmm. And just that one thing changes completely their experience working from home. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, I think it's, you know, the the outcome of this period of time that I hope we continue to have is this continued empathy for one another, for really understanding that um, my experience is different than yours, uh, and yet we can still have compassion and understanding for one another and really understanding that we're all in this together. I mean, it's so cliche to say, but we are, we are the world, uh, Jeannie. We are the children. We are the world. We are the world. So, so the five <laughs> things that we want you to consider in this remote work era, understand today's employee experience. You might want to map that out, understand increased uh, employee communication and the ramifications of that and how to really prioritize the right messages. What happens inside will reflect outside. This is true anytime, but especially right now. We need to increase support for customers, and we need to increase support for the employee realities that we're dealing with. So I think we, uh, I mean, we've solved this, right, Adam? I mean, I, <laughs> what, what haven't we solved in you know, 400-something episodes, Jeannie, really? It's, 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 it's all been solved, just not enough people are hearing us. So make sure to tell everyone about our podcast. So that Ooh, we can nice have, segue. so that we can have world peace. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, and, and all world the peace. Yes. <laughs> Share the Crack the Customer Code podcast. <laughs> uh, we so appreciate you being here and all that you do for your customers and employees. We know that you're fighting the good fight right now. So keep it up. If you do want others to hear about us, we really love ratings and reviews and shares and subscribes and all those wonderful things. So keep those coming. We love hearing from you. I'm Jeannie Walters, and you can learn more about me, our journey mapping programs, customer experience training, and speaking at experienceinvestigators.com. And I'm Adam Tepork, and you can learn more about me, our keynote speaking, virtual training, and customer experience advisory at customersthatstick.com. Until next time, take care of yourself. And take care of your customers. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.